According to RP on WJMS Media, powered by Black Ivy Media. It's your girl, Rita Pierre, your host. And as always, I hope you guys are striving, thriving, and surviving in these streets. So guys, happy Sunday, happy new week, and it's my birthday today. Today, December 4th, 1983, a star was born. <laughs> so it's my birthday. And I was like, oh, am I really going to do an episode today? I should probably be out here in these streets. And I will be out here in these streets a little later today. But I was like, you know what? I woke up this morning feeling such joy um, and such hope for the future. You know, it's been a rough couple of weeks, I would say. I was struggling with depression and I actually had canceled all my birthday plans. I didn't even make plans. Like I had thoughts and I canceled the thoughts. I had friends who wanted to come down and I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not planning anything. Um, so it had gotten really bad. But, you know, thank God for friends, thank God for family who are like, I don't care what you say, this is what's going to happen. And so from Thursday on, you know, my my girl Stephanie, my Makume, she took me out for dinner at, you know, one of my favorite restaurants in Long Island. And then on Friday night, my sister's birthday, shout out to my sister Camille Pierre. Uh, I will not say how old she turned. <laughs> but, um, you know, she, so me, her and I, went out to dinner um, and I got to spend time with her because I hadn't seen her since the pandemic. I know shame on me, but you know how it is. Brooklyn, Brooklyn people don't travel across the bridge to go to Jersey. So, but I ended up going to Jersey to see her and we had a great time. It was great seeing her. And it was, this was our first time actually celebrating our birthdays together, which was interesting and, 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 you know, wonderful. And then last night, my cousin took me out to a very elaborate dinner, a very expensive restaurant. <laughs> and I had a really good time. And then today, I'm going to do brunch with a very good friend of mine um, who also was like, yeah, I don't care. We're doing something for your birthday. So I really appreciate these people that are in my life. Um, I appreciate all of you who had sent me birthday messages from Thursday, because the way I was posting, I think people thought my birthday was like Thursday and they thought it was Friday. But I appreciate all of you who had sent me birthday messages, words of encouragement, videos, voice notes. Um, people who I, I barely know were sending me like videos, happy birthday videos. Um, those of you who prayed for me, those for you who prayed over me, who called me specifically to pray for me. You know, I really feel like I think I've been like under some sort of interesting spiritual attack. And I think that, you know, these prayers, I, you know, like the people who felt compelled to say, I'm going to pray for you, like as my gift to you, that meant so much to me. And I felt like so much joy in my heart. So, you know, as I'm looking at this new chapter in my life, this year of 39, I pray and i and i hope that this year is you know the best that has 
you know, yet to come. I don't know. Is that how you say it? Whatever. The best ever. <laughs> you guys know I'm not good with these analogies. 38 was a hard year. I've had hard years. I've had a difficult, you know, life, but 38 was very hard. A lot of new things happened in 38. Um, a lot of challenges, a lot of mental strife. Um, in the year of 38, um, you know, honestly didn't know if I was going to make it. Like things were, things were bad in 38. Most people wouldn't know that though. Cause when you look at me, you know, you don't see it. I think I've done a good job. And I wouldn't say it was that I'm masking, it's just that, you know, when you don't really know where to go, when you don't really know what the solution is, it's like, I'm not going to walk around, woe is me. I'm not going to walk around with my face and my head held down. I'm going to walk around, you know, with some some hope, right? Even though there really is no hope, or at least that faith of a mustard seed. So it was a hard year. And I'm thankful that I I made it to 39 and that I'm here and I believe that it's intentional. I believe that God is working through me. He's working for me. He's working through my friends and family around me. Um, and so I am hopeful that things will get better. I'm hopeful that this will be a year of prosperity, of great wealth, um, of great love, hopefully finding true love, um, of being a better human, a better person, a better advocate, but more importantly, I think being better to myself, I think that is probably what I really want to do this year. I think it's so important, you know, to take time for yourself. And I talk about it, but you guys know practicing what you preach is not always a thing. But I realized, you know, entering this year that just happened only a couple of hours ago, <laughs> that life, I mean, life is precious. We've known that. Um, and I feel like I have not taken full advantage of life. And I was having this conversation last night with my cousin where, you know, and it's like how I approach dating, right? Like I'm not, like I'm open-minded, but I'm not as carefree as I should be. You know, I never had a whole phase, not saying I'm looking for one, <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this, but meaning like I, I'm, you know, I can be very calculated, although I can be go with the flow, I still have like my handle on the go with the flow, if that makes sense. I guess, you know, they say Sagittarians like to be controlling. I guess I have to admit that I do like to be in control. Um, and that has prevented me, I think, from taking great risks that would have resulted into great rewards. I think it's allowed me to be closed off in certain situations and relationships because I, you know, I'm calculating and I'm not allowing myself to truly uh, move, you know, move the way that I guess that I need to move. I haven't let my hair down as much as I should in the realms that I should. And so I'm wanting to do that, not just for this year, but really approaching life with a different lens, um, and a different, I don't know, really have a different outlook, I guess, towards life. So, you know, when I started this show four and a half years ago, the whole premise was, you know, a 30 year, a 30 something year old woman, black woman viewing the world and listening to her opinions and listening to, you know, her thoughts on how she saw the world, how she interacted with people through this lens of a 30 something, because the 30 somethings, I think at least my generation of 30 somethings, I don't know, moving forward, 
but my y'all know the 80s babies right the, the, ba- the babies that were born in 1980s we have a specific way that we see the world because our experience no other generation will will have our experience will have our knowledge will have our understanding because we've lived through some things we've lived through cross generational things we have a different perspective and maybe I'll give credit to the end of the 70s as well too like the 75s and and whatever we've lived through you know the dark ages the you know the non-technological ages to now you know all up in social media and having that run our lives so we've been able to, we know how to adapt differently than these new kids on the block right and I always said that we we saw things differently, we reasoned differently, we approached things differently. We are different, but we are amazing for that difference. And so now that I'm in my last year of my 30-somethings, you know, I'm wondering, what will happen to the show? Do I continue on? Is there a 40-something perspective? Like what, you know, the whole premise of the show was really that, even in the in the description. Um, and so after, you know, by this time next year, I will have to change that description (laughs) if this show is still going on. But I will say that the thirties were interesting. The thirties were interesting, but the forties, I think, I think that will be where I will thrive the most. Although I am still expecting to thrive in my year of 39, but I feel like the forties is really where there'll be like that major shift in the positive direction for me that will have the lasting impact on my life. So today I'm not going to talk too much. I'm not going to talk too long because it is my birthday and I am going to hit the streets, but I just wanted to thank you all for riding with me for these last four and a half years, um, being great supporters. You guys know who you are. You know, my God sister, she's like my most faithful, (laughs) my most faithful listener. Um, you know, so just people who are really giving feedback, those who, you know, I understand you guys can't tune in every week, you know, you guys can't listen to all the episodes, but those who have taken the time to just listen to what I have to say and to support me, those of you who shared my posts, shared my stuff, um, thank you so much because you guys don't understand as a creative who's also like I say a technical, you know, I'm an attorney by trade and so I have a serious side to me, but as somebody who's also creative, it's so important for people to love the art that I put out, right? Like this is art for me. It's therapy for me as well too, but it is a form of art and it is my contribution to this world. It's my contribution to society, to the community. It's my part of activism in a sense, raising awareness to things that affect all of us, not just myself. And so it's so important, you know, for people to like, you know, what I put out. And I know that there's this attitude. I don't care, but I do care because this is not for me. I'm not listening to myself talk. I'm out here, you know, trying to make a difference. And so I really thank you guys for just supporting me and being there for me. Um, all, you know, all these years. And even those of you who had just jumped on the, according to RP bandwagon, you know, thank you for, for jumping on to begin with. Um, But this, you know, this episode is really more so a reflection, I think, of my 30s and a reflection on myself as a black woman, a single mother, an attorney, a professional, um, you know, a friend, a daughter, a sister, you know, I can go on and on. You guys know all the connections. (laughs) 
but really reevaluating myself and seeing how much growth has happened in my life. And I think it's so important for us to take that stock. And I talk about this all the time on the show. It's not the first time, but to really sit back and reevaluate your, your life. And sometimes, you know, I, I sit back and I'm like, am I, am I doing this for no reason? Am I really wasting my time? Are people really wanting to hear or people really engaging? Um, but I had a conversation with one of my sister friends, Debbie, yesterday. Interestingly enough, we were just talking about some things about some projects that I'll be working on um, around chronic illness. I think I had mentioned it before. I'm coming up with a new show. It's going to be a more of a live show, but I think I'm going to create it as like a podcast as well, too, where the focus is on living with chronic illness. Um, but... You know, one thing she said to me was that my steps are ordered and she's like, your steps are ordered because there are certain things that have happened, certain certain things that I've done that have positively impacted people that I, I was not even aware. You know, I had posted a simple post on Instagram, a simple question in my stories, expecting it to be funny and senseless. And it really changed the life of one particular individual. And this is a person that I don't even know. And she shared with me how she, you know, she has been going through some serious depression, deep depression, and that she didn't think that she was going to be alive this week. And that in fact, she was not planning to live another day. And when she saw my post, asking, you know, the question, like, ask me anything. She specifically asked me a question about dealing with depression and how does one overcome depression? And she didn't even know that that was a struggle of mine. Most people don't know it's a struggle of mine. And so when she reached out to me and she's, she's a young woman, a young, like, um, like a Gen Z from another country. I don't know this person. And we engaged in a conversation and I find my, I found myself encouraging her. I found myself telling her all the things that I feel like people have told me, but I was just like, eh, whatever. Like you guys don't know my life. <laughs> what is life? But I found myself using those same words that people poured into me to pour into her. I found myself recalling scriptures that I have not recited in years. Um, I found myself finding my own mustard seed faith and transferring that to her. And, you know, this happened earlier in the week until this day, you know, she's just so grateful for crossing the path. And this morning, she's like, that post saved my life. I don't think you understand that. And when I was talking to my friend yesterday about this random post and this you know interaction, she's like, your platform is powerful and your steps are ordered. You, you don't know who you touch when you speak. You don't know who you touch when you post. What might be silly to you or what might have been senseless to you apparently has impact on people's lives. And so I think for me, I feel like I've always taken, you know, my charge seriously, but not seriously enough because I am, you know, the person who's like, yeah, you know, whatever, this is what I do. And I don't really see the impact that it has so much on the larger community. And I'm saying this because I know that there's somebody who's probably tuning in 
who is in the same boat as me, who has, you know, who's creating or who wants to create, who has something to say, who has a voice, who has an opinion. And you're thinking nobody really cares or, you know what, I'm just going to do this as a hobby. I'm going to half ass it because you know what, nobody's really paying attention. And even if they are, it is what it is. Like, this is just a side thingy that I do. This is just a hobby that I do. But your hobby, your side thingy, your thing that you just do just for the hell of it could literally be the change in somebody else's life. You know, social media has allowed us to interact and engage in a global community. You know, when we post, our posts can be seen across the world. They can be seen and translated by people in God knows how many different languages that exist around this world. So I charge you guys to take whatever it is that you have going on seriously and to really pray about, you know, whether or not these are your gifts or not. Because I think some of us are out here pushing things and it's like, this might not be your gift. But then many of us are, you know, sharing things and doing things that are truly our gift and part of our purpose. And I think that we all need to do a better job in taking it more seriously And taking ourselves more seriously and not letting people say, oh, how's your little job doing? How's your little podcast doing? How's your little hobby doing? But really just own own what it is that we're doing and, and take it as seriously as we can. Because you just never know who you're touching and who it's for. Even if it gets one like, even if it gets no likes, (laughs) people are still watching. They're watching and not liking. They're interacting, but not engaging, you know, if that makes sense. Uh, But I think that, you know, sitting here, being grateful, finding gratitude, because it's not always easy to find gratitude. And I think that's what sometimes people don't understand when they come to you, especially if you're somebody who's dealing with with anxiety, with depression and things like that. When people approach you, it's like, you know, you should be grateful that you're here today. And they don't understand that you don't like for you, it's just like, you know, well, if I'm not here, that's fine too. Right. But it's hard to find gratitude. It's hard to be grateful, even for seeing the next day. It's not easy. Some people say you should be grateful that you got to see another day. But if you don't care about seeing another day, then that's what what is the gratitude there? So I thank God for 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 being able to feel gracious to be here today and to go through another year on this earth, knowing that tomorrow's not promised, knowing that tomorrow can bring its whole host of obstacles and challenges. But, you know, hanging on to that mustard seed faith that, you know, things will get better. Things are going to get better. And to keep pushing, you know, this morning I had a call with with a good friend of mine who prayed for me and he was like, keep pushing, keep moving forward. And he understood, you know, where I'm coming from, where I was coming from and, and, and where I'm where I'm coming from. And I really appreciated just those words to keep pushing, keep moving forward because you know, on any given day, any given moment, you know, you can lose that will to move forward for any given reason. It doesn't even have to be somebody said something to you, somebody did something to you, or somebody didn't appreciate something that you did. You know, it could just be, you know, a slight chemical imbalance that throws you off, a hormonal shift that throws you off. And now, you know, so I'm saying a lot of things. (laughs) 
and I know that at some point, you know, you guys are going to string it together. I'm saying a lot of things, but there's a lot of emotion this morning. There's a lot of um, gratitude this morning. There's a lot of hope this morning. And my prayer for you all tuning in today is that you find more joy. I mean, this is the prayer that I said for me as well, too, but I already said my prayer. But for you guys to find more joy, because joy is, I think, essential to life. It is essential. If you do not have joy, if you can't find joy, then you will not find life meaningless. And joy is not about having expensive cars, you know, driving Bugattis and living in mansions and luxury apartments in the Upper West Side. It's not about spending racks and racks and racks on, you know, senseless things. It's not about having the most followers or the most friends. You know, it's not about these material things. A lot of times joy can just be laughing at a meme. Joy can be spending time with the people who truly care about you. Joy can be, you know, watching a Netflix show that, you know, speaks to your soul. Joy can be taking that walk. Joy can be getting your nails done. Joy can be sitting back and taking that time for you to enjoy a good book. Joy could be anything. Um, And I think that we need to find more joy because I think when we find more joy, we'll, we'll be able to find more meaning will be happier, will be our hearts will be lighter. Um I pray that you all live life to the fullest. I pray that you all live in the moment more. There are times where you cannot be living in the moment, especially those of us who live in NYC. <laughs> the streets are crazy. The streets are crazy. You have to be alert. But I think that living in the moment a little more is important. And that's something that I feel like I don't get a chance to do often, or I don't allow myself to do, is to live in the moment and to just not have to be in control, just to kind of have fun, experience life. Um, I pray for that for you all to get the most out of life and to not let people play in your face. You know, Haitians have a, a saying, Pakite figure. I know we haven't had our Haitian Creole word or phrase of the week in a while, but Pakite figure. do not let people play in your face. I realized in these, in my thirties, especially, because as you get older, more and more people want to play in your face. I find that there are individuals, agents of the devil, of the satanic army who strategically are placed around specifically to play in your face. There are people whose mission in life is to destroy, is to bring warfare, is to bring chaos and to play in your face. And I pray that you all get vigilant, get woke and do not let these people play in your face. It's okay to not entertain people who want to play in your face. I feel like that's a strong one for me because I think I've allowed a lot of people. Let me not say a lot. I've been queen of the cutoff. So let me, let me be realistic. I have allowed people, not a lot of people, but I have allowed people to play in my face. And in this last year, as I'm moving, you know, I'm aging like fine wine, like a good Malbec Merlot, for some of you who, who don't drink Malbec, um, <laughs> a good Pinot Noir. Um, I, you know, I am, I am 
taking the stand that I'm not going to let people play in my face. Not for one second, not even for a second, not even for one second. And I think that's important to maintaining your sanity. I think that's important to maintaining your composure. And so I wish that for you all to not let people play in your face. And I mean, I don't know what else to say. I feel like I've been giving advice all throughout this, (laughs) this episode, (laughs) but again, thank you all. Thank you all for riding with me. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the future is going to necessarily bring with according to RP, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to get to episode 200. And I think once I get to episode 200, I will know what will happen with according to RP, but whatever happens, um, I pray that you guys continue to support me in all of my ventures. In fact, I guess I'll drop it off. I'll drop it here. The documentary that I've been working on, Black Women in Small Business, is finally complete. It will be shared later on tonight. And it's so crazy how it got complete in time to post for my birthday. I was supposed to have this done a little while ago, but you know, you can't you can't rush um, art, right? You can't rush art. You have to sometimes sit and go back and sit and go back and review before you really put things out. And so it's, it's coincidental that it happened to be finished right in time for my birthday. And so, um, I will be dropping that later on, on my social media. So if those of you who are not following me at black Ivy media, please do. So those of you who are not following me on my personal page, I am Rita R I T H a Pierre. follow me there. It will be available. The full clip will be available on YouTube. So again, follow us on our YouTube channel at black Ivy media. I'm really excited about this project and sharing it with you. I'm also proud of myself for it because this was not supposed to be my first project. My first project is the one that I've been talking about for two years. That is in the works. The one, I think I've talked about it on this show on anxiety and depression. Well, it was supposed to just be on anxiety in professional black women, but this year, these last two years really, but this year in particular, because of the roller coaster ride, um, I'm going to be touching on depression as well too. And I think that God doesn't make mistakes and, and things happen in their own time. Cause had I rushed that project, I think there would be so much that would be missing that's needed. So I'm excited to be working on that now that I've completed my first. I wanted to make sure that this was something that I was committed to that you know, creating documentaries and telling stories was something that I honestly, you know, wanted to do because sometimes we say we want to do things, but then when we start doing it, we're like, eh, not for me. But I truly fell in love with the process. I truly fell in love with, you know, being this storyteller. Um, and I think that I've always been some sort of a storyteller, some form of a storyteller, but I think documentary making is a different beast. And so making this first one allowed me to make mistakes because I'm going to tell you it's not perfect. If you're expecting something, you know, on a big screen, I'm sorry to disappoint, (laughs) but I made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes, but I think everybody does on their first big project. I made mistakes, but I learned from them so that my next project, which is one that is near and dear to my soul, will, you know, will be better and these mistakes will not be reflected there. But either way, I feel like I'm rambling now. 
Um, please check out Black Women in Small Business. It's going to be released later on today on all of my platforms. Um, and I think that's it, guys. I think that's it. I just wanted to come on to speak to you all, to engage with you all on my birthday. Um, I wanted to say thank you. And I wanted to say that I'm going to keep pushing and it's only going to go up from here. So with that being said, everyone have an amazing, amazing day. Today's a national holiday, guys, a national holiday. Put it on your calendar, December 4th. Uh, a queen was born. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, I will talk to you guys next week. Have an amazing week. Later. You were listening to According to RP on WJMS Radio. About time you tuned in. Tune in each and every Sunday. I can't wait to come back. Seven